0: Good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host and I'm fired up about my guest today. This guy's been a um, Facebook friend of mine for a couple of years or so, maybe even longer. Um, And we've talked on the phone. We've had several different conversations. This dude is sharp as a tack. You guys will see. I wanna welcome my buddy, Nick Cutanero to the show. Nick, did I say your last name right? I I butcher names all the time. Ken, you're one of the few people that has like got it perfect, nailed it. (laughs) Nice, man. So welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. I know uh, we connected a few years back through one of my uh, favorite people on planet Earth. One of my mentors, Grant Cardone.
0: Yeah, Grant's the man, and he? He's connected me to so many different ballers. I mean, just serious ballers, <laughs> yeah. man. So, so Nick, you know, I um, I created this show. I don't know, a year and a half, ago, a year ago, I, a little over a year ago. Um, and it was really to, to start giving back more to the world. And, and cause I, I truly believe that by hearing other people's stories of, of hitting those, those walls in life, um, and busting through them, figuring out how to get under them or around them. I think that that empowers other people. So that's why I created this show, man. I love it. I love it. Good. It really comes down
1: to those, uh, All in type moments in in life and, uh, making big plays happen and committing to it and believing in
0: yourself. Yeah, I agree, dude. So, so let's, let's, um, let's roll into your story by, by telling everybody where you were born and and raised for sure. So I
1: was born in New York, grew up on Long Island. Um, and that's something that can never be taken away from me. Like I love the New York hustle. Um, I love everything about New York, but the coolest thing about New York right now is that I can come and go as I please. I have direct flights from where I live now in Greenville, South Carolina, but there's just something about the energy of New York, the speed at which people operate. Like I I find that people, um, in New York, they're, they're hungry because they have to be like the cost of living is higher. It's just ultra competitive. And, uh, like the saying goes, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere.
0: Right. Dude, I, I, I told you before the show I've I've been to the city um once in my entire life. I I've flown into LaGuardia and JFK for layovers, but I've never I've only been to the city once. And and I, I can remember like and, and I um if you know who Jeffrey Gittimer and Jen Jennifer Gluckow, she wrote sales in a New York Minute and and um, so they've been on the show and they're friends of mine, right? And they're, they're like, she's from New York. And I told her, I said, I, you know, when I went to New York, I was like expecting to get mugged several times, <laughs> right? I'm yeah. like, I, Cause I, I, you know, all I've seen is TV stuff, right? Dude, the energy in New York and the people are the friendliest, happiest. Like the energy is insane. It, you know, it's
1: funny, Ken, that you say it's insane. Like I, it's like above street level. Like I would challenge you to, uh, um, ride the subway system for like a week and just take a look at people's faces when they get on and off the subway. Um, I, I, I say daylight makes people happier. Oh, really? Oh yeah, for, for, for sure. So, uh, yeah. Are they, are, are
0: they bad on the subway?
1: it's not, it's not that people are bad. It's just that everyone has a place to go. Like point A to point B, yeah. like there's, there's, there's no friendly conversation. So like I'm in the South right now. And it's, it's yeah. funny when people start like making conversation, I'm like, you know, like the New York guy inside of me is like, why does this person want to know so much? Like <laughs> what's, it to, what's it to you? Why do you, why, why you want to know my business? Right, right, right. So, um, you know, in, in New York, like it, it's, uh, you'll get great service, like restaurants, like through the roof, like you're getting some of the best like hospitality staff, like that you can find in the world, like at some of these like incredible restaurants. So it's insane. um, Yeah,
0: it's insane. So, so you grew up on Long Island, you went to um, grade school, high school, all that out there. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So um, grew up uh, on Long Island. Lived there my whole life. Actually went to college on Long Island, too. Um, went to Adelphi University from 2002 and graduated in 2006.
0: Wow. What was your major?
1: So this is funny and uh, for some people tuning in right now, this may be a, a fun fact that people don't know about me. Um, I got my degree in physical education and
0: teaching. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's cool. So that's yeah. not even remotely close to what you do, or? or not at all. No, um, like but... tr-
1: truth be told, I made, I made a mistake. I listened to a lot of other people um, yeah. guide me in that direction. Guidance counselors, um, friends, family. Um, yeah. A lot of people I-, I knew were teachers, and it was the only profession that I had exposure to from yeah. kindergarten through 12th grade. I like sports, I like competition. Um, I like kids. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't have any exposure to uh, any other profession, so I had made my decision in eleventh grade as to what I'm going to do, and that's that's early, that's young. Yeah. And it wasn't until twelfth um, grade in a, a high school economics class. God bless my teacher for showing us the movie Boiler Room. If you remember <laughs> oh, that. Oh wow. Yeah, it was an R-rated movie. Like I will never forget the uh, wow. The three periods of this economics class as in my senior year, where I watched Boiler Room, and I said, "This is my life." And I, and i you know obviously I I um, I've sold many things in my life. I I did, um, you know, eventually go on to becoming a cold caller and basically living that life, but. I, I realized uh, over those three class periods that I'm potentially going into a field that I'm not interested in, I will never pursue, but I was committed. I promised other people, I promised the university, and sometimes that that's important, Ken, is like finishing what you started even though um, it's not for you. And the beautiful thing is I, I did extract so many wonderful things from my college experience because teaching is a skill that will never go away. And if you can teach a five-year-old, you know, how to, um, you know, kick a soccer ball properly, you can teach adults, um, uh, like how to buy media or, right, right. um, you know, SEO or, or anything that's complicated because you know how to dim it down. So those yeah. skills have never gone away.
0: Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, you know, I recently, And I say recently, probably within the last three to five years, I, I, I realized that, um, you know, that's one of my skill sets is teaching others. And, and, you know, I, I don't know why I never, I never realized that until recently, but so, so, so you, you went to, so you went through, I'm kind of curious because, you know, again, watching New York on TV, is a lot different than living in New York, <laughs> right? So Absolutely. so um, what was um, what was it like just just like growing up as a kid in, in on Long Island? I mean, and again, Long Island is not the city city, right? It's It's kind of what would be called the suburbs. Correct. Um, so the interesting thing about Long Island depending
1: on where you live, Um, if you had a train station in your town or very close, you had like a main artery right into Manhattan. Right. So you can drive into the city, but you know, as you know, there's traffic, it's kind of a pain in the butt to find parking. It's expensive. Yeah. So, um, growing up on Long Island and being so close to a train station, I grew up in West Islip and our, um, Long Island railroad line was Babylon. So you could be in the city in less than an hour, and uh, a lot of people do that. That's how they, they commute into work, commute out, and it was, uh, it was very cool, like being, uh, you know, young, college age, yeah. and, and having exposure to uh, one of the greatest cities on earth.
0: So did you, did you as a kid, did you get in any, any uh, like, trouble? Did you go, did you, did you ride the train into the city without permission? How, how does all that work? Uh, that's a great
1: question. I, I remember uh, probably by the age of 16, that's when I started going into the city and I was into, uh, you know, punk rock back then. Yeah. I'll never forget. I went and saw uh, like this ska group, uh, Less Than Jake, and it was like a big deal. Like my my parents, uh, you know, let me do it with a group of other friends. I didn't have a cell phone at the time. All I had was this, uh, this beeper. If you remember Smart Beep, <laughs> it was, it was a service. Um, And it was like $1.99 a month. And uh, it was basically useless because I had to go find a cell payphone at the time to go call home. But uh, like that was a big deal going into the city, navigating. Um, And then probably when I turned 17, 18, um, I had – I had this bright red Honda Civic at the time. And if you remember the movie, the fast and the furious, yeah. um, like my mission in life was to, uh, to pimp that car to the max. Like, I had, <laughs> right. Yeah. I had the PlayStation two, the TVs, like all, all, all of that. Like it was a bank account on four wheels. And, yeah. uh, what I would do, um, you know, when my parents would go to sleep, that's when I would, I would joyride the streets of Manhattan with friends. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not something I'd want my children doing, but uh, you know, t- I guess times were different back then. Like
0: Yeah. We're approaching
1: uh, you know, 20 years now and a lot changes in two, de- two decades.
0: It sure does, man. And uh, and you know, like do you ever think, man, how am I alive after some of the stuff I did as a kid? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I often think sometimes Ken I shouldn't be here right now. Right. I've uh, you know, so to speak, I've, I've drove fast and taking way too many chances in my life, so uh, yeah, and that's why I'm, uh, you know, I'm so, you know, focused and adamant about, you know, doing right today, yeah. um, you know, making a difference in other people's lives because, um, you know, I'm on life like ten or eleven.
0: Yeah, I get it, dude. I get it. So you, so you went through high school. You um, did some. I mean, you know, most teenagers, we, you know, we, we, we just do, we push the limits, man. We try to find that that edge, um, but you know, so you went through school, you went to college, you graduated from college out on Long Island with a degree in teaching and sports, right?
1: Uh, yeah, phys ed and teaching. I
0: okay. was uh, I was a gym teacher. Okay. So. I mean,
1: it's a, it's a, it's a job like, and it, Hey, it could be a dream job for somebody else. And yeah. that's totally cool. But like, for me, I knew, um, I knew I wanted to take a different path.
0: Yeah. So you, so did you actually start teaching like after a, college?
1: Yeah, I, oh, I, I wow. did. Um, so I interviewed very well at a charter school in the Bronx. I was 22 years old. I, I, I beat, um, everyone else for the job. Some people twice my age. You know, looking for the same position, locked down a teaching job at, wow. at 22. Uh, it was in a very rough part of the Bronx, and um, I was miserable. I hated it. I, I was up at 5 a.m. every day, fighting traffic to oh. uh, you know to get in, um, and uh, my days were long. So after teaching, um, I would drive, uh, about an hour and a half. It took about almost two hours to get in some. So mornings. that,
0: that was from, that was from Long Island,
1: Long Island to the Bronx during rush hour. Brutal. Oh,
0: jeez, <laughs> dude. I, well, I drove over to, cause I had, I had stops in Pennsylvania. So I drove over to New York, right? Yeah. And I left New York that same night and it was about six thirty, six o'clock, something like that. Mm-hmm. I've never seen traffic like that in my life, dude. It was crazy. But I was trying to like, I'm trying to navigate through that crazy traffic. Yeah. But I'm also like going, hey, I want to get some pictures of, I think that was the Brooklyn Bridge. I'm not sure. And I, I'm like, I'm like, try and like there's 3 trillion cars around me. It was, it, I couldn't get very many pictures. It
1: was bad. Uh it's funny Ken when you're stuck in traffic you'd be amazed like the uh things you can do. I've uh, I've changed my outfit completely into uh oh into, into 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 like uh I've gone from uh like a Puma jumpsuit, you know, fizz-ed yeah. attire like yeah. into uh suit and tie ready to uh moonlight at my next job as a mortgage broker. Wow. Wow. You know and, man. Then, and then you'd eat dinner in the vehicle too. Yeah, like yeah, I've yeah. been known to uh you know to to, to crush a few uh, foot-long subway sandwiches along the way and you know, Uh, go about, go about my day, but uh,
0: it's crazy. I I was, I, I, you know, all I can remember is I wanted to see some of the landmarks. Right. And I, like, I'm not sure that I did. (laughs) And, and then after I realized, okay, there are going to be no more landmarks. I just need to get the heck out of this traffic. This is insane. <laughs> yeah. It, like, especially if you don't know where you're going, right? And you're trying to listen to GPS and anyway, so New York is, and, and again, it's a it's an awesome city, I, I think to visit. I'm not sure I would want to live there. I'm not sure, maybe, I don't know. I,
1: I, I, I could go back. I mean, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like at some point, if it's a smart real estate investment to have like a very nice apartment yeah. just to claim it as, uh, you know, my family's and, and come and go as I please and see my other family there and friends. I have a lot of friends in Manhattan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Manhattan's so nice. So, um, so, so you, you did the gym teacher thing in the Bronx. How long did you do that? Uh, I didn't last very long. I, I I'll never forget the day it was, um,
1: it was Halloween. So it was October 31st of 2006. I, I walked into the principal's office and I told him, this isn't for me. Wow! And, uh, i had only started working there, uh, in September. Wow. And he says, what do you, what, what do you mean? This isn't for you? I said, no, like this whole career, this th- everything it's not for me.
0: Oh my God.
1: And then, uh, you know, he was very disappointed at that point, like angry. Um, the principal, Yeah. Like, Uh, you know, I took a bet on you. Like you have so much potential and I'm like, I'm going to stop you right there. I I know that. (laughs) I I know that. I agree with you. I agree with you. And then I, you know, my principles of sales, just agreeing with people. It's like, he's like, well, then what are you going to do? You're throwing your future away. And like, Ken, like truth be told, I've had a lot of people say like things like that to me in my life. Like you'll never be successful. Like you don't know what you're doing. You're throwing your life away, you're throwing your future away, like you're gonna end up broke, whatever. And that's been like the jet fuel for me to like push forward. Yeah. Like not only to prove it to myself that I can do it, but um, you know, sometimes you gotta operate from that dark place of like wanting to prove everyone else wrong. And um yep. it works for, for for a period and then you, you realize that other people's opinions don't even matter at all. Right. <laughs> so, so, like, you gotta do it for you, and it's a game of, of, uh, you know, showing yourself what you're made of and what you're possible, like, what's possible.
0: Do, doesn't it amaze you, though, that there, are, and, and and it's not the exception to the rule, unfortunately, it's the rule, that there are a lot of people that that want you to fit their narrative for your life. <laughs> it's like- yeah, you, you know why, Ken, honestly, People just want to even the score. Right.
1: They want to even the score. Yeah. Like if they, if they see your stock potentially going up, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll do things. They'll say things to cut you down, even the score and, and make it seem like, Hey, we're, 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 we're alike. We're, yeah. we're the same. And, and I'm like, no, we're, no, we're not like, I'm
0: <laughs> you know, no. I'm,
1: uh, you know, I'm on another planet over here, right, like, dude, you Right? Know, you don't see what happens behind closed doors. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a maniac and a beast when it comes to work. And right. that's just the way I'm, I'm, I'm wired and programmed and I, and I love it. And I don't want to change who I am,
0: dude. And you know, I, I, um, I've told this story quite often, but I, you know, in my senior year in high school, the guidance counselor. <laughs> those those dang guidance counselors no offense to any guidance counselors, but, <laughs> but um calls me in and says hey you didn't get a biology credit in 10th grade and i said yeah i failed that class i hated it and they're like well you y- you need that to graduate and i'm like why i'm never i'm i'm never dissecting a frog ever again in my life like why do i need bi- i i hated it yeah. Yeah, and, and so they're like, well, you need it and blah, blah, blah. And I tried negotiating like this is like a few months before yeah. graduation. I tried negotiating and they weren't having it. And, and so I said, well, then there's nothing left to talk about. I am not coming back next year for a biology credit. So you all have a very nice day. And I was 17. They're like, well, you can't just walk out. You're not an adult. I go, well, then I suggest you call the cops because I'm leaving. Bye bye. <laughs> and I left. And, and I never went back and, and, you know, I had that chip on my shoulder, I guess. Right. But I, you know, like I've had a lot of college graduates work for me over the years and, 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 you know, it's a matter of what you just said, right? It's the, the work ethic. Where's the work ethic?
1: Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, um, I, I've always known I'm an entrepreneur. Like yeah. I've known this since like third grade when I was uh I was hustling uh baseball cards and like at the time it was like these Marvel masterpiece like uh, <laughs> you know, cards, like trading cards. I was working deals like on the playground and then uh you know, anything that I could sell, like I was into uh, um, rollerblading. I at the time, if if you remember, I don't even know what happened to this sport, Ken. Do you remember aggressive inline skating? Yeah. How that was like a thing where like I don't even know where to buy a pair of rollerblades these days like what 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 happened to that whole I don't I know. guess mode of transportation it's uh long gone but well, the, uh,
0: it's it's it, yeah
1: it's, I would sell, yeah wheels and accessories yeah. and you know all of that in middle school um high school i was uh I was fortunate enough to be uh a bass player in a band, wow, and that's when um I was really able to explore what's all possible, like as an entrepreneur, like from booking gigs and and ensuring that we get paid, like as a you know a group of 15 and 16 year olds, uh, you know getting dropped off by our parents at bars, like they thought I was much older. I'd book these gigs, like we we were under 21, so they were like, um, like I don't know, kids can't really be in a bar, but I'm like, it's cool, our parents will just stay. So,
0: <laughs> wow. That's really cool, dude. So, so you, I mean, you started young like I did and, and that's something that I think, um, you know, like it's just, I hear that so often, like entrepreneurs saying, yeah, I started really, really young doing the entrepreneurial thing. Yeah. So, so that day that you told the principal, um, I mean, dude, What did I, I can't even imagine, forget about the principal for a minute. Let's talk about mom and dad and family and everybody else. It's it's like, and you walk out of the school, quit your job. And what did everybody say, man? Like, dude, you just spent four years and probably a hundred thousand dollars for an education that you're throwing away.
1: Uh, people were very upset with me. Very, very much disappointed. Um, because uh, I had a game plan, and the game plan was to uh, pursue my evening hustle, and I was a mortgage broker at the time. Okay. And uh, this was like 06, 07. So I actually gave proper notice, and I showed up every single day until Christmas break. They said, you can't leave us high and dry. Like We're going to have to interview. Like, And I showed up and I got the job done and I stuck it out and I owed it to the kids, right? The kids really liked me Um, every single day. Like I I knew that there was light at the end of the tunnel. I'm gonna make the most of it. Um, I'm gonna make the most of the commutes in, the commutes home. Um, And I I was, I I had like a weight off my shoulder, but it was hard, like showing up every day and just doing the right thing and committing to that. Um, And then, the mortgage thing. So I experienced some success with that, but this was right before heading into the last recession. So I I realized um, this might not work. Like I don't have banks to send deals to. Wait, what's happening to our economy? I was 22, 23 years old and I had an apartment at the time and um, like I had to move back home like yeah. it's not something I, I like, you know, I like talking about or want to admit, but, like I was running on fumes, trying to make plays happen as as a as a young mortgage broker. yeah, and the banks that I was doing deals with just when I figured it out is when everything, you know, went down unfortunately
0: Jeez. it was oh seven oh eight somewhere in there. yeah around yeah. around
1: that ballpark and and even going into you know working uh you know a corporate job in, in it sales i mean it it's it, it's a tough play trying to sell uh you know a few hundred laptops to a school district when yeah. when, when 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 uh times are tough yeah. like people are trying to utilize you know uh it hardware and 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 they're they're, they're trying to get more out of it without spending because it it was very uncertain as to like when are we going to get out of this hole as a country.
0: Wow, man, yeah, it was um, it was it was crazy back then. So and that's actually 07 is when I started my company. <laughs> and so, but yeah. you know what? I mean, honestly, for for me, what's really cool about the and you and I we're in the same business pretty much, um, or similar, very similar businesses, I guess. Um, we do a lot of marketing stuff and and you know, dude, when when the economy's bad, companies start freaking out and trying they to do. figure out how they can market, you know and yeah. come up with new creative ways. And so my business actually did a little bit better during the recession and and it really catapulted things for us. So I'm sure you experienced some of that, I would imagine.
1: Yeah. Well, during that time, I mean, it's, it's tough, like to be in your early twenties, um, you know, you're starting to see your peers, like yeah. climb the corporate ladder. Um, i had spent four years on a degree that I had no intention or plans of, of using, and it was useless on a, a resume. Yeah. Um, I, 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 once again, I listened to the wrong people. Um, and I was, convinced that joining uh, an MBA program would be what I need to become an entrepreneur, because I had some friends getting MBAs, and I, I did that for a semester. And I realized in this MBA program, um, this is not for me. I don't belong here. People are doing this to satisfy what their employers want, uh, to get a pay bump. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I knew that you know, everyone in that class, like I, we, 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 weren't cut from the same mold. So I dropped out of that program and I, I, I was in a dark place. Like I, 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 didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to make a crap ton of money. Yeah. I wanted to help people and I wanted to prove everyone else, including myself wrong. Yeah. And, uh, I guess at my lowest point, like I, I went to community college and I did a semester at culinary school. Because I, I just wanted to keep my mind sharp. I had no idea what I would even do with it. I just knew that I like food. I like to eat. Yeah. Um, you know, this, this is maybe a life skill. Maybe maybe I'll have an epiphany, you know, in, in culinary school. And um, I did. Uh, I, I started an auto detailing business. Uh, it was my first real business shortly after.
0: Wow, that's crazy. I, I, I had an auto detailing business as well. That's nuts, man. <laughs> That's crazy. So, so, (laughs) so, well that, I mean, going from mortgage broker to chef in training to auto detailing, I mean, it all just makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, well, the the common thread,
1: Ken, is that I was always online. I was always turning a buck online, like from an eBay business that I started. Like the mortgage business was powered by, My ability to generate leads and I was using like uh, I was using craigslist at the time and this is when they're like Their filters and their anti-bot were just weak and I I was just running hard on craigslist generating mortgage leads to supply my whole team at you know at at work work. Um, and That's that's where I looked at like the auto detailing Vertical and I would think in terms of verticals and say Yeah, I see what these guys are doing. In terms of marketing, I can do it better. I can generate more leads. I can close more deals. But Ken, the problem was now I actually had to go detail these vehicles. So yeah. I, I was out in the fields personally. Yeah. Like it was backbreaking work detailing cars, boats, and RVs,
0: um, you know, in, in in the hot summer months in, in New York. Yeah, oh, dude, I know. I know all about it. Um, I was in Atlanta doing it. So it was even hotter. It was crazy. So, um, so, so here you are now, and let's see. Wh- okay, gym teacher first with a degree in yeah in that.
1: Yeah, Ken, I did everything to survive. Like yeah, for six years. Yeah, I was. I worked at a bar. I was making sandwiches. Wow. Like anything that I can do to survive. Like yeah. in New York, I I did, and like I don't. I don't even know, like, how many people are watching this right now, but people who really know me, just being like, yeah, that, that, yeah, Nick never stopped. Yeah. He just kept going,
0: like a machine. That's what it takes, though. Uh huh. That's what it takes. Truth. Yeah. And 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 I I you know people get so judgmental of other people that uh, well I you know as we already discussed like you know. Well, you can't do that. That's not the, you know, you, you got a degree, finish your MBA and you know, blah, 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 blah. You wouldn't even believe how many people have told me to, to go get a GED. And I'm like, why They're Like, yeah. don't you want the satisfaction? N- no, I've read more books than most PhDs have read. And I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying like, yeah. I took on the, like you, I took on the, the, the responsibility of self-education and figuring it out along the way, right? So that yeah. that's that's what it takes—is not giving up and just pushing forward. That's what you've done. So so you so now let's see back to you were in culinary school, then you you stopped that. You went to um, you started uh, the detail business, and what happened from there?
1: I realized how hard the actual work is, and I realized what. I enjoyed most about that business, and it was uh, building and optimizing a website, ranking for the terms I needed to rank for, to uh, crush competitors. I I realized that I can scale by creating multiple brands in the vertical. Um, What I realized that I just wanted to suck the oxygen out of my competitors. Like, it's as simple as that. I realized how competitive I am in the online space, and I could apply that mentality to any business uh any brand any individual and i can get paid for it because other people were were reaching out to me because they 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 knew i had the business and they were like they were more interested in the website and the marketing than actually getting their course detailed yeah so that was like the aha moment when um I was working at uh, you know making a sandwich, making sandwiches at a bar, and you know one of the customers w- w- said, "Hey Nick, you you know you're really good with his internet stuff." And um, like my first client, and I'm I'm actually still copied on all the leads that that come in almost ten years later. Um, I built him a, a website for his custom Stare business, and it's still ranking like top of Google. Wow. For you know all of the terms he wanted to rank for, and then it was like okay. That was one deal. And then it was someone else. Can you, can you do this? And I, and I realized like, um, this is like the sort of like in, in agency, like I I can, I can do this, like I can get paid well, I can, I can, um, deliver a lot of value to my clients and, uh, I can, I can completely lose track of time in a good way. Yeah. And, and and it never feel like work. And I played a lot of video games as a kid. And this is what it feels like every day in my life. It is the coolest thing.
0: That's awesome, dude. That's so awesome. I see you have Slack open on the computer behind you. I have Slack open on the screen behind me. That's crazy. I do. I do. So, so, um, <laughs> um, but so, okay. So you started doing the, um, you you started down the, the web development, SEO path. Um, what year was that?
1: That was 2009. And I was a solo act for, for, for a while. Right. And, um, and then in, uh, 2011, um, partnered up with a guy in Maryland. And, uh, next thing you knew, I was, uh, packing everything that I had into, uh, a Honda Accord and, uh, everything else was in storage. And, uh, I made the track and and, and people were like you're you're nuts like this guy's a stranger you just met him a a couple months ago but we had we had skill sets that complemented uh one another yeah and um you know i realized that i needed to leave my environment like there were a lot of toxic people around me um you know friends that you know weren't lifting me up like i i knew that sticking around like with uh really bad influences like it would not get me to where I wanted to be. And it was scary and a risk. And yeah. um, I'm so glad I did it though. I'm so glad.
0: So you moved to Maryland. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and it was, who was to partner with somebody you barely knew. Correct. Wow. In 2011. So how, yeah. how, what happened from there? You, you get to Maryland, you start this thing and, and, and where, where did things go? just do or die. Like yeah.
1: I, I had, I had about six months of runway, um, of, like I signed an office lease and you know, the funny thing was like, if these people would actually like, and my credit was like always good, but like if they knew that like, I'd been like living off savings for a while yeah. <laughs> and like this is a startup and like there there's like six months of runway and uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have underwrote that deal, but apparently they, they must've saw something special in in me because I would never, um, I'd never go back to them with my tail between my legs saying I can't pay my rent. Like that's just not me. I'd figure out a way to make it happen. So basically I put myself in like the most uncomfortable situation possible. I left, I left my, my hometown. I left, left the state. Um, I only had a, a desktop computer and it was this huge rig. Can- like It was like this big. Like wow. this gigantic Dell uh, setup. I had no laptop at the time. Um, the, the only mobile thing I had was this little netbook. Do you remember when those were a thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was this piece of junk at my, my, my laptop. It was a yeah. uh,
0: netbook. Um, yeah. But you and, felt uh, really cool using it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. Um, I built a business like you know booked uh you know over like a quarter million sales in uh in a relatively short period of time like 6 7 months yeah and um and and said uh you know I I can do this like I can run an agency yeah wow. and uh, eventually met my wife in in Maryland uh you know it was all written this was all yeah written. yeah I, I i just followed uh i just followed the script like Took the leaps and uh, and made made some wonderful things happen.
0: But I mean, let's be honest, man. Let's you be honest. When you're you, you say you followed the script, you you didn't you didn't know there was a script, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> like
0: no, you're I just... knew there's a script.
1: I still know there's a script. Yeah. Like that, and that's why I work. But I know in order for that for. Everything that's in your head, like in your mind's eye, like everyone can see a brighter future ahead. Right. Everyone has these visions. Like, yeah. I knew it was clear. Like, what type of business I'd be running, the type of money I'd be making, wow. the people I'd want to attract in my life, and and just being, um, having having that standard and and not compromising. And and I'm still going through this today. Like, I I know the type of man I, I'm. I am today and I know where I'm going in 10 years. Love that. And dude. I already have those visions and um getting there like like real talk it's hard and and yeah. and, it, and it really sucks sometimes. It it really does. Like Yeah. Because it's not so certain. It, it it you know when when you work day after day after day after day sometimes for months and you're like, you know, when's this reward coming? Like when when is it coming? When is it coming? When is it coming? But you got to believe yeah. And once once you lose that belief that that's when you go right off the rails. So,
0: but I, the, the fear let's, let, let's talk about that because you're climbing into your Honda Accord headed to yeah. Maryland and right. There's, there's some fear there. It's it's exciting, right? Entering a new chapter, things are going to, but there's still that hidden fear that everybody, every entrepreneur goes through like the, the voices, without a doubt i mean i'm fear can eat
1: you alive or it could be the biggest driver in your life amen and you got to know when it's happening like and why it's happening and like like i i i face every day with fear sometimes like you don't know like like uh you know, it could be an email that you're expecting and, and you might not be getting good good news. There could be fear every time the phone dings, right? Yeah. Like there could be anxiety. Like it's just the, the level that you're playing at. And, and if you want to play big, if you want like all the success in the world, like it's going to like you're going to have to be fearful at, at times. But um, and then and then it becomes a game of risk management from right. from there hedging bets where you can minimize fear by putting systems in in place like to um you know to to minimize but like like truth be told it's the it's those all in moments sure where 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 um you know who you are as it relates to 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 fear and I, i'm so glad um like i've taken some of those leaps
0: yeah well, and you're you're taking a you're taking a leap today, right? Yeah, this is my first time going live. Right. Very first yeah. time live on on Facebook live. And yeah. see, it's easy. It's not difficult.
1: Uh yeah, like we're, what were you we, like 40 minutes in and I'm yeah. I'm, I'm steamrolling. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> are. I love yeah, it, dude. I I, could, I I could do this. I yeah. could do this. But yeah. but like Ken, like honestly, it's having good people around you because yeah. you push you encouraged me. Yeah, right. And it was it was our conversation last week where you're like, "Come on, Nick." Like, what are you scared <laughs> about? and I'm like, you know, going live. I'm like, there's no editing, right? I'm doing YouTube all the time, and I I, I like the control of editing. So, yeah. um, for me, as it relates to fear, I am most fearful when I I don't feel like
0: I have control. Right. Yes, I think that's probably the same for everyone, right? But people don't recognize it. People mm-hmm. don't recognize that, that they're they've they're out of control. They've lost control. They're, and and you know, and, and fear's paralyzing them. They don't realize what's going on. At least you have the 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 wits to 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 recognize it
1: yeah and then and then it's surrounding yourself with good people like yourself that will encourage you saying hey if i could do it you can do it or let's take baby steps together let's go live together yeah right (laughs) (laughs) out going live because you're scared or you can't edit it like you're gonna miss out on a lot of opportunities and like all of the things that you're working toward um you know going live will get you there faster
0: yeah, it, it definitely will. So, so back to to Maryland and 2011, 12. You started generating all kinds of revenue and sales and clients and and delivering and all of that. Um, we we both kind of experienced the same exact thing um, back in in a few years ago (laughs) because we were both seo guys right yeah and and um i mean i still am you still are but but i don't man i don't (laughs) i i i have a lot of um prefaces now before we talk about seo like it's 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 a different game now way different so, yeah. so talk about about that where where things went and and how things kind of unfolded for you.
1: Uh, for sure. So, uh, I built a great SEO practice. Um, I like to call it rank and bank. Like you'd pay my my firm. Um, you know, we'd rank you for keywords, and uh, you'd be on page one of Google, and all would be good in the world. And then there was uh, this horrific update at Google. They called it the penguin update. And I'll I'll never forget the day. It was like April 24th of 2012. And we lost like half of our clients, like everyone lost rankings, like, and everyone had it good for so long. Like everyone was so happy and thrilled with results. And then this algorithm update happened. And it was like, the finger was pointed now. Now a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety. What am I going to sell? What am I going to do? Um, cause I don't want to let people down. Like, that's the thing too. Like, I really care about clients. I really care about, you know, overcoming challenges, um, with, with clients. And then, um, then we had some new prospects reach out for online reputation management. And I, I I was intrigued by this. They didn't want to just rank for like a buying term, like, you know, buy widgets, you know, online or whatever. Right. They wanted to rank, they wanted they wanted to have complete control for their brand name or their brand name plus reviews or whatever, or maybe the first name, last name of the CEO of the company. Right. And this intrigued me. So I said, so you basically want complete dominance of page one of Google. Yeah. And page two, if you can do it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Right. That could could be done. Like, I I get this. Like, yeah, let's rock. And, and, um, that's what we've been doing since like 2012, even through today is uh, doing brand and reputation management for I- individuals, companies. Um, we do it proactively, so like new brand launches. Yeah. And that's very important for um, a lot of new brands, even e-com brands like startups, to truly get a grip on your Google results um, and work with a smart marketing company that understands the SEO game. Yep. so that you have page one on on lockdown so it's um it's taking all of those seo skills to a, to a whole other level yep. and it's it's most certainly a niche within within a niche
0: it it definitely is and and you and i've had conversations about that you know how how do you i'm just curious um how do you go about you know i, I I, I know you've you've had to have been through this. You 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 bang out somebody's website for them, and you know thirty days, sixty days, whatever. Um, and thirty to sixty days later, they're calling, going, "I'm not on page one yet. What's going on?" <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So so how, how do you how, manage expectations? Is my question for you.
1: Managing expectations becomes a lot easier when you're focusing on branded results so if that website yeah. is not ranking for their own brand name like
0: well yeah. that's
1: something i will um i will figure out like it, it'll consume me <laughs> yeah like yeah over over that duration i'm like yeah there's something fundamentally wrong here there's a line of code there's some there's something there's something off and then i'll create another asset another website on another ip on another domain with another CMS to, yes. to split test it, like I'll, I'll go mad trying to figure that out. Um, but ranking for like non-branded terms, we just eliminated that from from our business, and it, and it's not because um, I'm not the greatest SEO practitioner in the world. That's that that is nothing mm-hmm. to do with it. Um, we just chose a path to specialize where. Sure another SEO company who's selling rank and bank like that. Hey, that's, that's their bread and butter. I can refer you to, uh, you know, a couple of agencies that I know can help.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and again, there's some things that people need to understand and, and hopefully, (laughs) hopefully you'll back me on this. Um, I, I started doing SEO in 2002 and, and you know, there's, (laughs) I mean, it was back then it was like uh, you didn't even hardly have to mention the, the name of the company in the code and it would rank number one. <laughs> I mean, it right. was like Google wasn't even a thing. But like, yeah. you know, and that is I, I've had people call and go, hey, I have this new um, product that helps people lose, you know, 20 pounds a day. And I want to, I want to, you know, get some SEO to get it to rank yeah. number one for weight loss. <laughs> yeah, I love those. ten. I love, I love those products. I love
1: Nutra. <laughs> I love supplements. That's my jam right there. Yeah. We're speaking the same language.
0: Right, right. But it's a lo- I mean, dude, it's people. People like it, That's that's probably weight loss and stuff. Supplements. That's a very, very, very tough category. Exactly. Very. Yeah. very very yeah. tough. So yeah. um I normally I don't I won't even take because the expectations are 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 just not realistic. So I no. I, I won't no. even touch touch Oh, them. I'm
1: with you on that. We yeah. yeah, it's not worth the time. It's not worth yeah. like setting unrealistic expectations. And if yeah. and 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 if there is still a fit to work together like AdWords just 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 buy the traffic.
0: Yes. Exactly. But,
1: you know, here's the, you know, the, the, the caveat to that it is a high risk vertical, like, you, you know, you may lose AdWords accounts. It may be, you know, a pain in the butt. So, um, yeah, that's why, that's why, like just brand and rep management, like we know what we're exceptional in and we just, yeah. we just play in that sandbox. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so you're still, and then you ended up in South Carolina. Yeah. Um, much, much nicer, um, weather for sure than, than, um, New York. Yeah. New York (laughs) and and Maryland. Maryland. There's, yeah, there's no snow here. It's fantastic. Yeah. So what's, what's next for you, man? What, what are, what's the big plan? My big plan
1: is to reach more people like me as an entrepreneur, as a business professional and use tech to do it and YouTube. Is the gateway to do it. It is one of the most challenging, um, difficult platforms to master. But like, it's an asset that you're building. Yeah. And it takes consistency and hard work and and production value and and anticipating what your audience wants. But um, what's next for me is scaling my energy like to the max, um, and and showing potential clients like. How serious I take my own brand and reputation management, yeah, and and giving them, um, you know, a sneak peek into what they can receive too. I just want to attract like A player clients. That that's really all I want at yeah. at, at this point. Clients that that want to run as fast as as, as I am. They're as, they're as responsive as I am. they they want to share wins, you know, the same way I want to share wins, and, right. and to uh, you know, to have um just an overflowing amount of prospects where I can, um, I can use my discretion and and truly choose, like, is, is this a good fit like to work with and, and, and not it be a three month deal, but like a three year potential. Like, can I work with this individual for for three years? And, um, you know, if I, if I can't, that that's totally fine. I want to have a product for them too. You know? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I want to have a product for them too. So it's, it's, um, not necessarily keeping the velvet rope like always so velvet but but having um something for for everyone but just being acutely aware of like who am i going to bring into um you know my life and 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 the life of my team at at the link builders
0: yeah so so i ask this question of every guest just about um a couple questions number one um in your opinion this is all about your opinion Mm-hmm. What is it that you think holds most people back in life from experiencing true success? And not just financial, but financial um, is a great gauge and happiness.
1: Uh, it's belief in your in, in yourself. I mean, even when uh, when other people believe in you, you can have like the greatest cheerleaders like around you, people telling you that you' you're so great. if if you don't believe that, yeah. You'll you'll never get from point A to point B. And it doesn't know it doesn't matter how far apart point A and point B are it doesn't matter what the goal is or, or what the objective is. If you don't believe that you're the great the greatest that what you do um, or will be the greatest. Right. Um, that's a that that that's that's a fundamental flaw. And, and it starts within like you need to believe that. And, and that's why. It can be so hard and that's why most people like and i've found most entrepreneurs they've hit rock bottom and at rock bottom that that's that epiphany that 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 they, they realized and, and and you got sometimes you, you get you get angry the emotion can be like weird it, it, it could not be what you what you're expecting but like for me it, it's it it's it's anger and 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 and, and knowing that this is below my standard and, and I deserve more and I, I deserve everyone around me to have more. And, and, and then it's like, boom, catapults, but you, and then, and then it's harnessed. And, and sometimes it takes going to those deep, dark places to, to, uh, to explore. And, and it's a common thread. Like most entrepreneurs, very successful people, they've been, they've been broke or homeless or some sort of like crazy catastrophic, uh, event. And I'm not saying like, that's the recipe and the formula (laughs) to getting like all the success that you want in the world. Like, I'm not an advocate of like, you know, go hit rock bottom, like don't (laughs) don't need to do that. But, but, but it's flicking that switch of, of believing in yourself.
0: But I, you know, I think that you're, you're, you're 1000% spot on, man. Like you're, you know, I've said it before, like I can tell you, You could even witness it like I reach over and I touch the the red hot burner and burn the crap out of my hand and scream and and you know all of that and you you could witness it but you still (laughs) don't understand how painful that is or how hot it is until you touch it. <laughs> yeah. And I could witness you touching it and going through all that. And I, I and I'm still going to be like, yeah, I got to touch that man to see if it's real. But, oh yeah, it's real. You know, so like we have to go through our own individual pain points, I think. Yeah.
1: And, and, and realize that sometimes like the pain may come back and it just may be yeah. a new challenge, a new challenge. It, it's not, it's not over. Like right. that's the thing. It's a journey, and you have, you have you have two two choices: like to live in in that in that spot and 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 wallow and and you know, and, and be miserable, and and or or do something about
0: it. So l- let me ask you this though, because you said belief in yourself, right, is is mm-hmm. huge. The the people that uh, so. I went through it, man, where like, you know, we were doing six figures a month and, and and SEO and, and like we, you know, when Penguin and Panda, stupid Panda update was even worse, but we don't talk about that. But anyway, so when, when Google updated everything and I lost like more than half of my clients and you lost your clients. And your clients hate you because <laughs> because they're like, I was paying you thousands of dollars a month, and now all of a sudden I'm not even ranked. And you're like, but but it's not like I I don't control that. And yeah, you, it's not my
1: it's it's not my fault. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, well, yeah, they don't yeah.
0: they they don't they they don't see it that way, right? So you're mm-hmm. the expert, quote unquote, and and, and and so when, when you hit that point in your life, in your business, when things just all, when they all hit the fan and you lost all those clients, how did you, um, how did you not beat yourself up? How did you not like, cause I did, I, I, for a long time, I was like, man, this is this is bad. This is not cool, man. Like I, I, all the, but I didn't control. I didn't have any control over what Google was doing. And as you know, we were all yeah. trying to figure out what their stupid algorithm change was. But yeah. how? So how did you not beat the crap out of yourself and continue moving forward? I ended up marrying a good woman. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was my she was my girlfriend at the
1: time. Love um, it. You no know, fiance. But, uh, you know, God bless Rose. I mean, she, she said like, you're the smartest guy I've ever met in my entire life. And I want to marry you and spend the rest of my life with you. And you will figure it out because that's, that, that is what you do, Nick. You solve problems. And like, even today, like growing, um, you know, multiple businesses, um, you know, product based businesses, real estate portfolio, um, I have my hands on a lot of stuff, yeah. and uh, hey, that, that that's cool. I'm a, I'm a tough guy to pin down as far as, like, what, what what's a day in the life of Nick look like? But um Rose gets me back on track because I have moments of uncertainty all the time. And, yeah. you know, she reminds me of when I won before and, like, what did you do when you were faced with that challenge? And then I can go back in time. To that moment where I I, uh, I rounded the corner and, and made a play happen, and it, it's just that 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 constant reminder of uh, of previous success, which gives hope of uh, future success, and the stakes keep going up. Like that's the thing. Over time, yeah. it's over time, the stakes keep going up year after year. You get older. You want to play bigger. You want to you want to take on new challenges. Um, and, you know having the right person in your quarter and your corner to, to to stick with you and um and show you like what you've done and what you're made off is is makes all the difference like get love good that. people around you
0: I love that's 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 a great answer so last question man sure I can't believe it's been an hour already yeah somebody and and I've been I've been homeless you know I I was um, I you know everybody most people know I'm a recovered alcoholic and and so I, I made some really bad decisions back then <laughs> 17 years sober now almost so um, but like you know somebody calls you up and they say man I just can't figure it out, dude. I, I, I've I've done everything I know how to do. My 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 car was repoed last week. My electric's getting shut off tomorrow. I'm about to be evicted. I don't know what to do. I'm at the end of my rope, and 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 don't know what to do. What are you gonna tell them? Because you know, and I know, yeah, that it starts and ends right here, right? Yeah. What are you going to say to that person in that moment, though, to help them get through that that moment?
1: Um, if I was faced with that si- situation, I would I would do a little tra- little time traveling with them. I would mm-hmm. take them back to a spot um, where there was success experienced, like what happened. Like in order to have like a, a house or a car, all of these things, like it's safe to assume that the right choices or Sufficient choices were made at some point in time and we're going to walk back through and we're going to figure out together What happened? To it to get to where you got and then what happened where things went off the rails and 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 that's the game plan. You're gonna need to relive everything that worked but maybe work two times as hard. You're going to need to believe in yourself two times as much. You're going to need to get away from the individuals which maybe took you off track and it's going to be super uncomfortable, but getting around good people like is 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 all the difference. And uh, you know, a little tough love goes goes a long way and uh and 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 that's that's what's been helpful for me. Um and you know those calls are never fun can i mean that's the thing it's like hopelessness that's yeah. really what, what what it is yeah but it, it um once you get angry that's you can harness that like anger is like action like it's a beautiful thing when you know how to how, how to use it and it could jumpstart you and and sometimes it takes you know a guy like me saying like you know yeah, you seem hopeless but you know are you angry right now? And they don't know how to process that. Like once we can pinpoint get angry, like it's like uh like a football player, like taking the field. Like I, I love, um, you know, watching Steve Smith play, like he was a wide receiver, uh, you know, on the Panthers ended up finishing his career in uh, Baltimore, but the dude played angry. He had a chip on his shoulder. Like he was like, you know, a shorter wide receiver than most people. And it, yeah. you know, he got like then he started pushing back yeah then he started making plays and then he sh- started showing people out on that field like if that ball's up in the air i'm coming down with it like yeah. once once you get in that rhythm and then it's contagious one win small win big big bigger win and then it's the snowball where where winning becomes the standard
0: yeah dude i i love i love it i love it that that what a great great way to end this 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 show man that that's uh, get angry and not 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 raging at everybody else yeah. get angry with yourself like yeah do give, something give
1: yourself yeah give yourself the permission to get really pissed off with yourself yeah. if you're unhappy with the situation that you're in and use it i mean that that's that's the brutal truth i mean that's how i got to where i'm at today um yeah because because I, I I wasn't happy with where I was at and I and I got pissed off and I said no, I'm going to do something about it I'm going to do something about it I'm going to compete I'm going to yeah. compete I'm going to compete with myself I'm going to compete with other people in my in my in my industry
0: I love it dude it's awesome Nick you're a good dude man I appreciate <laughs> you uh, facing the fear of going live <laughs> yeah, it's not so, it's not so bad it's not so bad nah. maybe I should do this again <laughs> yeah yeah this is fun man. So um how how can everybody follow you? Where's the best place?
1: Um just search for my name on YouTube. Uh I cut narrow. I have video channel. Um you can find me on Instagram. Just hit cut narrow into Google and you'll uh
0: you'll find. Okay. And and on uh man, one of us has a bad signal all of a sudden. Are you okay, you're back. You're back. Yeah, I don't so,
1: know what happened.
0: Yeah, it, it just it's.
1: Uh, you go to my website, thelinkbuilders.com.
0: Linkbuilders.com,
1: the linkbuilders. Link I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah thelinkbuilders.com. But I, I'm an easy guy to find on the internet. Okay. Um, yeah, just just Google Nick Narrow, I'm on Instagram, YouTube. Um, you know, I'm yeah. easy. I'm easy to find, and and I respond to
0: messages. Good. Nick, you're a good guy, man. Thank you for for taking the time and, and coming on the show today and telling your story. And and hopefully we've uh, been able to inspire some people to, to reach for the next level, man. That's what this is yeah, all about. For sure. This was a power hour, no doubt. Power hour, dude. I appreciate it, man. All right. Hey, everybody, thank you all for watching. Thank you to everyone who shared this out. Um, really appreciate it. And, and Nick, thank you, man. I appreciate you taking the time. I know your time's valuable. My pleasure. Anytime. All right. We'll see you guys later. Nick, don't hang up. See you guys later. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.